0: Welcome to the Minerals and Royalties Podcast, the home of
1: CEOs and investors in the Minerals and royalty space. This is the Kitchen Table War Story series, ground zero for the legendary tales of the Minerals space. Hey guys, this is Tim Powell from the Minerals and Royalties Authority. I recently sat down with Blake Harris, founder and CEO of Brazos Royalty Group LP, who came on to tell a wild story from the Permian, which he likes to call the Nigerian Prince of the Delaware Basin. Let's jump into the episode and hear more of what Blake had to say.
0: My name is Blake Harris, founder and CEO of Brazos Royalty Group LP, and these are my kitchen table war stories. So this was back in... 2016. So this is, this wasn't actually with Brazos royalty group. This is when uh, myself and Charlie Motter and John Demaney were working together at uh, CEP Minerals. And we were buying minerals in the Permian Basin, both side Delaware and Midland. And we were sending out thousands of tens of thousands of letters. So I get an email one day and it comes in and it, it's from an owner that says, hey, I'm interested in your offer. Um, Here's the, what we were asking for was revenue statements from the operating companies. And um, it said, you know, I'm interested in an offer. I've attached my revenue statements like you've asked for in your letter. Please let me know what you can offer. You know, and then it says, sincerely name, phone number. The, The first thing that I noticed is the name and the signature line I, so I had to slow down and read it and almost like had to kind of say out loud to myself and pause on how to pronounce the name. I just I'd never seen a name like that before. Didn't recognize the area code, click on the revenue statements, and it's from a well-known operator, but the owner name listed on the revenue statements was different than what was in the email. It was an entity out of Maryland. It was Baltimore, I believe, or somewhere around Baltimore. So... I'm looking at this and I find it odd just because it's it it wasn't a 432 area code, it wasn't a Texas area code, it was a name that I'd never seen before, didn't know how to pronounce. The name was different than the revenue statements. And uh so I just I call the person because I'm I'm just curious. Um, and a lot of times we would do that anyway. So I, I pick up the phone and I call the number on the bottom of it and person answers. I can tell it's a man that answers the phone and he starts talking. I tell him who I am and that I'd received his information. And uh, when he starts talking to me, the connections that are firing off in my head are interviews that I'd seen over the years. I'm a basketball fan, you know, and just over the years, I'd seen interviews with like Hakeem Olajuwon and Dikembe Mutombo and just a very, very distinct, unique accent, not an accent that is uh, something that you come across every day buying minerals in the Permian Basin. (laughs) So I started talking to him and I'm just, I'm, I'm, was not expecting that at all. And even more curious now. And so just started, you know, asking him who he is, how long does he own the property? How did he get the property? What kind of offer is he looking to get? You know, whatever. So he just tells me like super confidently, you know, like, Hey, I, I bought these minerals a few years ago. Uh, I'm in real estate. I'm not wanting to, uh, take out a loan to purchase this new real estate investment opportunity that I have. I'm wanting to do it with cash. And so I'm looking to liquidate a portion of these minerals, liquidate a portion of their cash value and use that cash to reinvest in real estate. So I'm like, okay. Um, well, I've got your revenue statements. Um, Let me, let me do what we do. And I'll call you back in a few days and I'll let you know what we can offer. So as soon as I get off the phone with them, I go, I go to the county records. Just, you know, we do this a lot with owners, but it's just so unique at this point that the curiosity is through the
1: roof. Do you think it's real or you don't, you know, it's such a good property. You're you got to see it through, but you're you're intrigued, but you kind of think it's a joker. I mean, where are you at at this point?
0: It, it it went from one end to the other, just in the five minute conversation I had with him. Whenever I first heard him start talking, you, just, you hear so many stories about these Nigerian prince scams and things like that. And so to recognize that accent and to be getting the email and seeing the the revenue statements like at first that that was something that I thought you know I was thinking it was just so unique I you know to you do not that had never happened to me before it's never happened to me since then but by the end of the conversation just the way that he was talking to me about it he knew enough you know and he, he he knew what he wanted he knew what he owned and I could tell that he had read the letter that we had sent him so still just you know i'm I'm convinced that it's legitimate at this point. Now, my curiosity is, how does someone from Baltimore, Maryland, you know, with a strong accent that how how do they end up with a property like this that's just how do how do how are they their profile ends up being so different than what we typically
1: see whenever we're doing these transactions? Hey, guys, I wanted to take a quick break from the conversation to say thank you to all of our podcast sponsors. Looking to ramp up deal flow for your minerals and non op ground game? Since 2019, the Texas Mineral Company has closed on over 120 deals, totaling 110 million in value, with deal sizes ranging from 50K upwards of 5 million. Whether you're looking for white space, permit, duck, PDP, AFE, or weld only deals, the Texas Mineral Company has got you covered. For more information on how to source deal flow from the Texas Mineral Company, please email Toby Martinez at toby at thetexasmineralcompany.com. Over the past 20 years, Riverbend Energy Group has been the definitive leader in the non-op and mineral space, where they are actively acquiring minerals in the Delaware Basin, Midland Basin, the Williston, and the Eagleford. Following their $1.8 billion sale of their non-op platform in 2022, They are also back actively acquiring non-op interests in the Delaware Basin, Midland Basin, and Williston. If you have minerals or non-op working interests in these areas that you would like to sell, then please visit www.riverbendenergygroup.com for more information. Farmers National Company has oil and gas experts located across the country, ready to provide you unmatched convenience and service for your land management needs. Whether you're looking for turnkey management of oil and gas interests, or simply looking for an advisor to help you sell or lease your minerals, Farmers National Company has you covered. Learn more about Farmers National Company's team of certified mineral managers, landmen, attorneys, and accountants by going to FNCenergy.com or reach out directly at energy at FarmersNational.com. Does your team ever struggle with employee turnover? What about right-sizing your team to fit your company's needs over time? Do you have the right accounting systems and software in place to maintain control and visibility on all your cost centers? If any of these things are challenges in your business, then Opportune's back office outsourcing could be the right solution. For more information, please visit www.opportune.com.
0: So I go online and I'm I'm on the county records and I see that this entity did buy this property a few years ago, that they did sign an oil and gas lease with the operator And, you know, I'm checking it with the production and the operator had drilled the well and, you know, he's in the tax rolls and um, or this entity is so all everything is adding up. And so we we get it evaluated and I call him and make him an offer. And um, he was he was such a hard trader like he was. You know, you see everything from people who think that their stuff is, you know, that they own 10 acres and they they think that they own the state of Texas, you know, to, to people who are just easier, you know, that say, hey, what can you offer? And they'll take that offer. We went back and forth over the price and it got to the point where both of us walked away from the deal. This is over a course of a week. Like, I mean, just every little thing um, trading hard. He knew what he wanted, wasn't willing to budge an inch. Was very passionate and how he was telling me what he wanted, and we end up coming to an agreement on price about a week later. And I tell him that I'm going to send him a purchase and sale agreement for him to sign to give us the time to review the, and verify the title. So he, um, I send him the purchase sale agreement. He tells me that he's going to have his attorney uh, contact me, and I'll be in. I'll be uh, discussing the terms of the agreement with the attorney. So his his attorney emails me. And I noticed his attorney, I can't remember the company that the attorney worked for. I want to say it was DuPont, but he was, it was somewhere up in the Northeast and he had a name that was a little like the owners. So get on a call with the attorney to start going through terms of the PSA. the, The attorney, he had negotiated the oil and gas lease. So he was familiar enough. Uh, with what was going on, but he was not an oil and gas attorney. So this was his first mineral transaction that he'd worked. So we were just going through every word, every term in that agreement. We're on the phone for a while one evening. And I I just end up asking him, I just got to know, like, what's the, he he tells me that he's, the attorney tells me he's from Nigeria, tells me that the owner's from Nigeria. And so I explained to him how unique this is. And I'm like, man, I just got to know, like, how does, how does this happen? You know, how does he end up with this super valuable mineral interest in Culberson County, Texas, which is middle of nowhere. And um, he lives in Maryland. He's from Nigeria. And so the attorney ends up telling me that, you know, they both grew up in Nigeria and that him and the owner were friends and that he's, he's the only attorney that he really trusts, you know? And so he's working with this attorney and Uh, He worked with them on the lease and now on this sale. And when they came to the United States, the attorney obviously went to law school and became an attorney. The owner got into real estate and was a smart guy, worked real hard and had quite a bit of success in real estate. And so while they were growing up in Nigeria, the owner had always talked about wanting to own a big ranch, you know, like you'd hear about in uh country music songs you know like george Strait songs is something that we had talked about and uh like you'd see in movies and things you know he wanted to own a big ranch in the united states so he does well in real estate and he uh gets on ebay and buys like 90 acres out in west texas land on ebay is that even a thing man that was the first time i'd heard of it um (laughs) But he gets on eBay and he buys 90 acres out in Culberson County, Texas, and I it doesn't realize that he's bought the mineral rights with it and has, at this point, hadn't even been out to the property yet. Uh, so the attorney's walking me through this and he's telling me that a couple of years after he buys it, um, he's contacted by a company that wants to drill his minerals. Or that's how he discovered that he owned the mineral rights, by the oil and gas company coming to him after he'd bought it. He thought he'd just bought Surface oil and gas company comes to him and says, no, you actually bought 100% of the minerals underneath this track that you bought. We need to lease it because we're going to drill these wells. And so he's just imagining that his ranch is about to get destroyed from you know all this other thing. So they have to explain to him, you know, this 90 acres is going to be a part of a much bigger unit and uh, we're not going to put the pad side on your property.
1: We're going to drill these wells, royalty payments you'll receive, all of that what wasn't the transaction on ebay wasn't that in itself a scam which is kind of the irony of it like wasn't it misrepresented like it had rivers and all sorts of stuff and it was just desolate land in the middle of nowhere there were other owners around this
0: 90 acres that had very similar stories this owner was just the only one I happened to talk to so I didn't hear from the owner or the attorney that that's what had happened but somebody else down the road a couple of years later I'm talking about this and they they were like man you know that that was all bought by somebody who had put pictures on eBay with like you know Central Texas hill country type pictures they had told me that that somebody had bought it like a thousand acres. And they had divided it up and had sold these surface tracks to these owners. And I remember after hearing that story, I went in there and looked and there's owners from all over the world, like Scotland, Australia, you know, I
1: mean, just. (laughs) (laughs) So this is definitely a scam, but the irony and the karma of it is that this eBay scam artist had no idea they were mineral rights, correct? Uh, Yeah, I guess not. I don't, he had to have not. So
0: he sells all right title interest to all these people that he's selling the land to on eBay. And then, you know, a guy like this owner from Maryland, he's got this dream that he's had his whole life influenced by you know, country music and movies, you know, to own a ranch in Texas, moves to America, does really well in real estate, buys a buys a piece of property. Uh, a couple of years later, oil and gas company drills a well out there and it's a massive well i went back and looked at it after i talked to you and it it wasn't the biggest well for long but it it was a really big delaware basin wolf camp shell well so it cash flows for a couple years with just like one well on it and he sells a piece of it to reinvest the money into real estate to keep building his real estate empire over there in baltimore so we we you know we do the deal and it was all great but it was it was so cool because you know it's This owner, he was probably in his 50s, you know, in Nigeria in the late 70s, the Nigerian government passed a law that took private ownership of land away from the citizens and expropriated it to the government, you know, and so he experienced that when he was growing up, like remembers that he moves to a place where you can not only buy private land, but one of the only if not the only countries in the world where you can own the natural resources too and then about eight years later Katara goes in there and drills 12 more wells on his property he still owns in, in those in that unit you know and it's one of my most favorite stories because to me i'm like he's like the personification of the american dream it, it was a it was a fun one to word
1: hey guys thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast i hope you enjoyed The Minerals and Royalties Authority is a specialist advisory firm focused exclusively on the minerals and royalty space for oil and gas and renewables. With our leading content platform and thought leadership, our team is continually looking to bring awareness to the mineral space in order to help investors and companies buy and sell deals and form new partnerships. If you're interested in scheduling a call to explore ways the Minerals and Royalties Authority can help your team through our offering of consulting services for business development, marketing, capital raising, and A&D, then please send me an email at tim at mineralsauthority.com. Also, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to share these episodes with anyone in your network that you think would enjoy. Thanks and see you next time.